It's the Full Force News Burst Extra, brought to you by GeneralsJoesReborn.com, with me, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic80. Not a lot of name-only reveals emerged over the past few months, but we do have a couple to look at. So let's talk Classified Doc. On the last Let's Talk episode, I delved into multiple characters utilising the same codename and on today's deep dive it sort of happens again with the team's first medic, not counting Stalker's secondary military specialty of course, Doc. Before we get into that, let's start with the character of Carl W. Greer. Born in Concord, Massachusetts, he graduated Harvard Medical School and completed his residency at John Hopkins. This led to his enlistment in the army and his eventual addition to the G.I. Joe team. The file card for his first figure explicitly claimed that he was an avowed pacifist, a trait utilised again for Lifeline a few years later in the Sunbow cartoon. Doc featured in a number of the cartoon episodes, voiced by Buster Jones, and also appeared in issues of the Marvel comics, starting with issue 11 and the pipeline ploy in Alaska. In the issue, he saves three other Joes from Destro with a well-aimed snowball, saying he was unable to carry a weapon due to the Geneva Convention. He loses to him in a fistfight, but manages to secure the antidote needed for several ill Joes. Furthermore, he faces down an armed squad of Cobra soldiers, tricking them into believing they were also sick and trading the antidote for the plutonium that Cobra had taken. What the Cobra personnel inject into themselves is really a tetanus booster shot. The 1987 animated movie features my personal favourite Doc moments, firstly popping up incorrectly coloured by the animators during the aftermath of Serpentor's prison breakout, and then simply as Buster Jones' beautiful voiceover at the end radioing in the news that Duke was out of his coma. He was shifted into the background of the animated series when Lifeline was introduced in 1986, but still popped up every now and then and was killed in action in the comics during the brutal culling of characters by the events in Trucial Abysmia in issue 109. In other media, Doc appeared in G.I. Joe Resolute in 2009 and Renegades in 2011, during both animated series runs. In Resolute, he was the medical officer on the USS Flag during the autopsy of Bazooka, but had no speaking part, and in the Renegades episode Rage, he was voiced by Phil Lamar and was portrayed as a civilian doctor who is watching over the war veterans who fell victim to the experiments conducted by Destro and Scrap Iron. He didn't get an action figure in either of those lines however, and talking about figures, his first figure hit shelves in 1983 and gave us our first specific medical specialist in the line, and as I said at the beginning, I'm not really counting Stalker here, even though he is a medic in his own right. Let's just say Doc was the first medic as a primary specialty on the team. The figure was modelled after Hasbro designer Kipra Nichols and introduced another black character to the line, giving him a lot of interesting design additions and fun accessories. He had the green shades moulded onto the head sculpt and that awesome tan deco with splashes of white and red. He came with a removable helmet, a rescue flare launcher and a stretcher, which upped the play value of the line immensely now that the Joes had a way of getting their fellow injured soldiers off the battlefield safely. It was also an added bonus that the stretcher fit between the skids of the dragonfly, making speedy exfills to the hospital very handy indeed. The figure was also made available in the original Adventure Team mail-in set from Hasbro Direct in 1986 and then again in 1987. He came packaged in a plastic bag and came with nine other figures in a carrying case. In 1985, Doc was released in South America as SOS by Estrella in Brazil for their Commandos MSL line with different arms, a figure that also showed up in Mexico, and in Argentina by Plastorama for their Commandos Heroicos line where they recoloured his sunglasses silver. In the same year, Palatoy released Doc carded in the UK 
and as per gave him a completely different origin, having been born in Kingston, Jamaica. They didn't reveal a file name, so it's possible he was still Carl W. Greer, but we will never know for sure. His file card did stay pretty close to the US release, incorporating his secondary military specialty as a chaplain's assistant, saying that he gives medical and spiritual help to whoever needs it, no matter how dangerous the situation is. With the character's demise in the comics, we wouldn't see another release for him until the 25th anniversary. However, in 2007, the G.I. Joe Collectors Club released a Tanks for the Memories box set that included Doc's niece, Carla P. Greer, with the same codename after her character had been created and explored to some degree in the comics, but we will get to that in a second. The figure was created using the modified Lady J 1985 mould originally used for Dana from 2004 with a new head and lower arms. She received a modern 4-inch figure in the FSS Volume 4 in 2016 when she was revealed as the 13th mystery figure alongside Tiger Force Outback and Tiger Force Sneak Peek. Carla Greer was originally created for Devil's Due Press's alternate reality G.I. Joe Reloaded comic series in 2003, in which she was a reimagined version of the traditional male Doc character. Devil's Due would later import her into their mainstream continuity as Carl's niece, who took his place on the G.I. Joe team after he died in the original Marvel Joe series, then IDW decided to do the same in its third G.I. Joe series with the small change that their version of Carla was Carl's daughter rather than his niece. Back to the original now and the figures, in 2008 Doc was included in the 25th anniversary as a mail-away figure for Operation Rescue Doc, which was a nice nod to his Hasbro Direct mail-away inclusion. In 2010, Hasbro decided to give us an absolute beast of a figure with the Rise of Cobra Arctic Threat Toys R Us exclusive. The deco was insane but followed the colour scheme seen in a lot of cold weather rescue teams. He came with the stretcher, a blanket and a cool storage backpack for a ton of other cool accessories. In 2016, Hasbro and IDW created a crossover universe incorporating a number of their brands into a comic series called Revolution. In the story, Carl, Doc Senior, travelled to Earth as a diorath but became attached and genuinely wanted the best for it, proving not all diorathes are evil. He also fathered a child with a human, Carla aka Doc Jr who joined the Joe team as I mentioned earlier in this video. This little plot point was utilised for the 2017 Revolution box set which featured the Diorath that used mostly 25th Doc parts. It came with a new head sculpt and used the Zombie Viper tendrils to replicate the Diorath's shape-shifting abilities. Not technically Doc, but certainly worth mentioning in this video. Most recently, Doc has shown up in the Super 7 Ultimates Wave 3 lineup and looks great in that Sunbow style with a ton of fun accessories as well. But what about classified then, Chris, I hear you ask? Well, I fully expect to be getting the classic interpretation here and in his original male form. There is always a possibility that Hasbro could lead with Carla, but I don't think they've alluded to that so far in their name-only reveals. Emily dropped this one on her Instagram originally, which was tucked away in the description of a completely different post. Easily the most hidden name-only reveal so far, for sure. That said, nothing in the post suggested that they were doing Carla, so I assume we will be getting the OG first. We might even see a digital render for him during PulseCon, which would confirm one way or another who we'd be getting in the line. I could see them giving Doc the deluxe treatment if they wanted to ramp up the medical accessories like the stretcher, medical bag, oxygen mask, etc., but I would honestly prefer a lot more of that with the event 
eventual Lifeline figure. They might even reuse a lot of Doc's accessories with Lifeline eventually anyway. As a single carded figure, the stretcher, removable helmet, removable shades, flare launcher with removable flare, and a few other small accessories would be perfectly fine. Not much in terms of repaints here, but I would expect an element of parts reuse in order to build the figure with all the necessary and obvious new parts, like a head sculpt and some specific accessories. I would however love an Arctic Threat homage version in a winter jacket and crazy colour scheme. I could see them going all out with the deluxe in that situation and I would be all over it. All that said, I'm almost certain it will be the classic version first, but you never know. Hasbro might go a slightly different direction in the same way they did with Rock and Roll. I don't think an overhaul in design is necessary in this particular case, but it's definitely a possibility. Personally, I would love to see them do the classic design and pour more creativity into the accessories. A deluxe version would certainly give them an avenue to explore some awesome upgrades in that department, a fancy stretcher or more complicated gurney would be cool, and they could really go nuts with the medical equipment. Once again, I would prefer that level of detail with Lifeline, but I imagine a lot of accessories would probably be reused anyway. All said and done though, I fully expect a single carded figure and a vintage inspired design, but hopefully we will find out very soon. Anyway, what do you guys think? Are you excited for Doc in the Classified series? Are you expecting straight vintage or some extra deluxe stuff? Do you have an itchy burning sensation in an intimate part of your body? Then go and consult a doctor, but also let me know in the comments below. Okay team, lots more content to come, so keep it locked, stay fresh cheese bags, and as always, full force. That's it for this instalment of the Full Force News Burst Extra. Thank you for watching, make sure to like, comment and subscribe. See you next time, and as always, Full Force. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos, and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force, and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page, so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos, or enjoy exclusive bonus content, then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force